I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Jessica where she's going to share with us how to do link building in order to build your business and blog. Hey Jess, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I am wonderful. Before we get to your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. So I am an organic content marketer, which is why we're going to talk about link building because it's something that I do for all of my clients. And in addition to link building, I do a lot of work in SEO, content strategy, blog writing, social media marketing, community management. And in addition to that, I am building out sort of like a whole next separate arm of my business which is all about mindset and the power of living with intention because living with intention is why I've been able to live, you know, as Debbie calls it, an offbeat life. I've moved cross country twice. One of those times was just last week. Um, And I traveled the world in 2019 for eight months while running my business and writing a book. And in general, I just find myself doing things that other people aren't doing because I decide what I want and I move toward it with intention and power. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) I love all of your story, Jess. And for those of you who want to hear more about her initial story, make sure you go to theoffbeatlife.com for the full interview because she has awesome tips there too. But today, what we're going to be talking about is link building. Before we get to it, can you actually tell us what it is? Because for a lot of people who are newbie bloggers or new uh, business owners and freelancers, this could be like just telling us anything. So (laughs) give us a little bit more background of what it actually is. Sure. So link building is at a very basic level, the process of getting links to from your website onto another website. So the way that I do that is through guest posting, which any bloggers that are listening have probably heard of guest posting and maybe even done it. But there are other ways to do it. Like some old ways used to be like commenting and leaving a link back to maybe one of your blog posts in the comment or leaving links to your website in forums, stuff like that. So you were still getting the links on the sites, but that's not as commonly practiced now because a lot of those places where you would normally leave a link, like in a comment of a blog post or in a forum, um, those links are now no followed. So no follow means that you're not going to get any of the value of that link in terms of SEO. So I feel like this is all sort of mixed up in the benefits and how to. So let me try to stick (laughs) first on the how to piece of it or, or what it is before we get into the benefits. So what it is, is for me, I write articles for other people's websites um, with my byline. And then I get a link 
for my clients in those articles. So that's one way to do it. That's the way that I prefer to do it. And so like as a blogger or a business owner, it's a really easy way for you to start building SEO for your site, which is the process of getting your site ranking on page one, ideally of Google for search terms that are related to your business. So if someone, if you were a jeweler and you sold a lot of engagement rings, you would want to rank in Google for like how to find an engagement ring or what makes a great engagement ring. And so this link building is one part of the process of the many, many pieces of SEO that will help you start ranking, let's say, for that specific term. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Now, what about, I mean, is that the only way that you can do link building is by writing for other blogs and websites or are there other ways that you can also do it? Um, so you can also get, so the idea, all you want to be doing is getting your link on another website and that website should be higher in value than yours. And we'll talk about how to qualify that in a minute. But there are other ways to do it. Like for example, this, like if let's say you put a link, which you probably will on your website, let's say in your show notes to my website, that's link building. If I am sponsoring a local event as a business, maybe the event will link to my website because I'm a sponsor on their website. If you give a quote, uh, I don't know if anyone out there knows of Haro, help a reporter out. It's an awesome tool for doing exactly this, basically getting mentions of your brand in other people's articles. So like being a source for a journalist, being a guest um, at an event or a speaker at an event. So there are lots of ways to do it. Yeah. Outside of writing, writing guest posts. And that's a really great tip because there's so many different ways that you can do it and not just one. And I think a lot of people are confused about that as well. Can you tell us more about the benefits of it and why it's super crucial for any business owner and for bloggers and writers to do this for, for themselves? Yes, absolutely. So let's say you're a step ahead of the rest and you do some SEO work. So let's say you keyword optimize all of your content, your homepage is keyword optimized, you do the linking, you know, internal linking correctly. So you have a few of these SEO pieces together. One of the most important of the SEO pieces is of the SEO pie, I guess you could say, is your backlink profile. And your backlink profile is the accumulation of all the links that are pointing back to your website. And so if all those links are really low quality links, which this is why it's good to maybe do some guest posting versus just sort of getting, um, getting the links by like being part of an event or something, because those event sites might not be really high quality sites. So the way, the way that it works um, and the reason why it's valuable for SEO is basically Google sees site A. Let's say that's the site your link is on. And it says, okay, site A is linking to site B. And site A wouldn't link to site B if they knew site B was bad because that's bad for them. So therefore, site B must also be good. And so slowly you, you accumulate what we like to call link juice or link value as you build up your backlink profile with these really high quality websites. And so that all lends itself toward you ranking in Google so or any search engine. So if you write really great content and you share it on social media and you get traffic, but you have no links pointing back to that content, 
you're missing a really crucial piece to actually making sure that you're going to start ranking for that article and therefore driving that organic traffic to your website. Yeah, that's that's a good point to make. Now, for somebody who wants to start doing this, what would be the first thing that they need to do in order to get started? So consider that you probably already have some sort of backlink profile if you've been a podcast guest, pod podcast guest. I don't know why I can't say that. <laughs> um, um, so you might already have some natural links. So if you want to start doing it actively, which I do recommend doing, it would be best to start with your current network and you want to reach out to people and just offer to write a guest post for them. But before you do that, I want you to look at a few key metrics to decide if the website is worth it for you, to decide if it's a high enough quality. So the first metric and the most important is domain authority. So Moz, M-O-Z, they have a free tool that just lives in your Chrome. It's an extension. And when you look at a site, it's going to give you, it's going to show a number in the little box on your, your Chrome browser. That is the number of the domain authority. So domain authority is basically, it was created by Moz, but it is like the, the main metrics that it, metric that is used in terms of SEO. And you, it goes from zero to 100. So zero being like the really crappy spam site that you immediately click away from because it has a bunch of ads and 100 being like Facebook or Google. So it's, it, it determines, it basically quantifies the website's value in terms of being a domain. So you want to have a domain authority. I like to go 40 and higher. I don't like to go anything lower than 40. Um, so you want to make sure that the site is higher than a 40 DA. You want to make sure that it's a good high quality site. So because your link is there and ideally the link is going to keep growing in value the longer it's on the site, you want to make sure that the site is essentially like on a positive trajectory in terms of SEO. So if the site is, um, it doesn't have a lot of ads or if it has ads, it's just like a natural sort of ad that maybe they put there for their own product or service. You want to make sure that they're using best practices in terms of creating good content. So that's content that's thorough. It's not like there's not tons and tons of links in there. And then you want to make sure that it passes the, I just like to call like the quality sniff test, which is like, does it look like a nice site? Is it well put together? Is it a site that you'd want your name to be on? So you want to keep all of these factors in mind. So let's say you have a list of 15 people in your network that have blogs. You go through, you, you figure out which ones are worth reaching out to for a guest post. And then you just reach out to them. If there are people within your network, you know them. So that's as easy as just saying like, hey, you have a blog and I'm trying to do some guest posting. Do you mind if I write a post for your blog? And in most cases, they're going to be like, great, free content. Absolutely. Um, and then once you've sort of moved through your own network of people you know, then comes the cold outreach. And so that process is very similar. The only difference is that you are doing research to find those sites. So I like to, instead of Googling like best wellness blogs, I like to Google topics that I think those websites would write about. So then it just, it gives you more than just like a top 10 list. You can actually find the site. So you'll see similar articles and you click in and you, you check out the website, see if it falls under, see if it hits your metrics in terms of domain authority and sniff test. And then I just keep everything in a spreadsheet. So I put it on a spreadsheet. I use a tool, either Clearbit 
or Hunter to get the email address of the person. So a lot of times websites or businesses won't have, let's say, contact information um, or they'll just have like an info at and then their domain. So using one of these other tools, you can actually locate the email address of, let's say, the content marketer or the marketing coordinator, someone who manages the blog. And so then you want to reach out to them with preferably with your pitch so they know what you have to offer. Keep it really short and sweet. This is like first sentence. Hi, this is my name. Second sentence. This is what I do and why I'm unique. Third sentence. This is the idea I have in mind. Fourth sentence. Let me know if you're interested. And then just make sure to follow up seven days later. I use the tool called Boomerang, which is a Gmail extension. And uh, you can use that to have emails returned to you. So when I send out emails, I'll just use Boomerang so that it returns to me in seven days. So then I know when it gets to me, I see like, oh, I need to follow up with this. And the follow-up is just really simple. I just say, hi, just following, circling back on this question. You know, thanks so much. Wow. Yeah, it can be a bit of an extensive process. For me, I could just do it with my eyes closed for five hours. (laughs) But um, once you get into a rhythm of it and you start to understand how it works, it actually becomes pretty easy. I love all of these tips that you just gave us, Jessica. I mean, these are things that you literally have to go through hours of research to find. (laughs) So Jessica just gave you all amazing, amazing tips. Are there anything else that you think would be crucial for somebody who's starting out or even, you know, for people who are doing this, but they still have no idea how to keep going with it? Yeah, I would say it's so, so important to really focus on your specific expertise because there are a lot of writers out there and a lot of people pitching editors. And you're not going to get through if you're just repeating the same thing everyone else is saying. So if you can really hone in on your very unique expertise and pitch ideas that are very specific to that, you're going to be much more likely to be to get a response for the actual from the actual editor. And if you have like any data, like if you have any proprietary data for some reason or like a really cool case study that gave you interesting data, pitching with that is also great because anything that's specific to you that they can't get anywhere else, they're more likely to want. Perfect. Well, thank you so much Jess for giving us all of these amazing tips. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can find me at my website, jessicathiefels.com. You can find me on Instagram at jessicathiefels. And I'm also a big Twitterer. So I'm on Twitter at jthiefels. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jess. We really appreciate you. No problem. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Jessica. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she uses organic marketing to help businesses grow. Hey listeners, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Lucky for you, I have created a new site that will help you learn how to launch, grow, and monetize your own show. I offer one-on-one mentorship programs and I'm launching an ebook, How to Create a Profitable Podcast, that can help you take your podcast from hobby to profitable business. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com to learn more. Again, that's howtocreatepodcast.com. See you there. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.